We love Apple products, and we wish the company would do more. On this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we talk about products we wish Apple would make. It's our wish list for Apple. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Uh, when you look at Apple's product lineup, the hardware, software, and services, it's really not that big compared to other companies of similar size. But what Apple does, it does really well. And there are some products, though, we wish Apple would make, and we're going to talk about our wish list on this show. If you have a product idea you want Apple to do, let us know on Twitter or Facebook. In our preparation for the show, I had pitched as my product that I wish Apple would do, but I've changed my mind to something a little more, <laughs> oh my goodness. A little more frivolous and unimportant. That sounds good. Can we talk about the one that you wanted to do as well? <laughs> I wanted to talk – yeah, we could. I can bring, I'll can. i bring it up quickly, but uh, I decided I was going to go with the more frivolous and unimportant Which product. is what? So Apple used to have the company store. It would sell Apple products, but it would also sell basically Apple souvenirs. Like, you mean like on the on the campus area? Yeah, at the in, well before Apple Park existed, they had right, the, the Infinite, infinite loop, loop, and they used to have the company store, and they used to sell things like bumper stickers that said, "I visited the mothership." Right. And they okay. used to sell T-shirts, and they used to sell stuffies and other things like that. They don't do that anymore. They sell T-shirts at the Apple Park store, and we'll put a picture of that on our website if you want to take a look and they rotate those t- those t-shirts and they're related to the headquarters like there's one that's a circle a colorful circle you you bought me one a couple so, of years ago yeah yeah so what's your wish what do you wish they do would do i wish they would make those tchotchkes again I they don't really make those tchotchkes anymore like you know pins and bumper stickers and stuff like bags and whatever because they were fun, and you know, pe- yeah. unlike other companies, Apple has fans, and fans yeah. like those tchotchkes. Mm-hmm. And sure. you know, it's they're not important products. That's probably why Apple said, you know what, we're, we're not gonna. Yeah, plenty of companies have this. fans, but they also you can get that kind of stuff. Like there's people who are really into Chevy or whatever, and they exactly right, yeah, yeah. and yes. and you can Tesla makes you can stuff. get that yeah. stuff all over. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and of course you can get all this third-party stuff, but it would be neat if there was, like, a section in the Apple Store or Apple mer- merch, basically, and it was, like, a rotating selection of T-shirts and then yeah. things like, like you said, bumper stickers and koozies and coasters and whatever, just, like, the standard souvenir stuff, but it, but that changed seasonally. That would be pretty cool. For, like, a, a, a the briefest of time... Unless I'm crazy, I kind of remember the Apple stores, the Apple retail stores selling like pens and stuff. Huh. Yes. For like it was it was super short, and then they were gone, and then they never came back. Right. And yeah, I agree. I mean that that stuff would sell. I mean I understand why Apple doesn't necessarily want to. I guess. Yes. Right. It's it kind of but, cheapens but, in a way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, a little bit maybe. But yeah, that that stuff would sell. People would love that. But stuff. that's why you, and, you know, that's also why you do it to have really good versions of those things, like yeah. really good T-shirts with great material, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like you know, I can imagine them selling a coaster set of six coasters in the six colors, you know, but like right. their right. exact perfect colors, and then 
when the new sure. IMAX come out, they change it to like those pastel-y tones and stuff, you know, just have them be really nice. And of course they're going to cost, you know, a hundred bucks for yeah. a set of six. <laughs> but, but yeah, like you said, people would buy those things and yeah. they, they prefer to buy those over just whatever random Apple fan stuff you can just get on Amazon or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you run the risk of looking like you're just bilking your customers for more money when, you know, it's like a it's that circular logic where they, they want it, so you make it, and <laughs> the people criticize you for making it, even though the people want it. As a small corner of every, of the, every Apple store, a little vertical slice yeah. uh, of the display instead of another row of cases or something. Like, I get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Roman. I, I feel like, yeah, they should do that. What I was going to talk about was Apple doing uh, networking gear again, especially a router. And I was going to dive into this whole story about how setting up a network in my house is a little difficult because of the way my house is set up. I have an old Apple router and it just works and I've tried to replace it and had more issues and stuff so because of the way my house is constructed well see now i'm diving into it yeah <laughs> i wasn't I, going to roman roman actually lives in a box <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, know so... why you i don't know why an apple an old crummy apple router works and a new uh, that's the thing gear doesn't but uh... i don't get it either i and, and i and the, the thing that makes it more difficult is the fact that you know we're everybody's working and my kids are at school at yeah. home now. So we're constantly online and I don't have any time to futz with it and figure it out because right. somebody is online constantly, whether it's my wife for work or my kids doing their classes or stuff. Yeah, Unless you, I, you need what you need is scheduled maintenance for a <laughs> Exactly. You need a window for scheduled maintenance. Yeah. Uh, the problem yeah, is, send that an email to your, to your family. Yeah. Uh, do a, do an, a, a, a home pod intercom to your family. I kind of, I, I, don't want Apple to make uh, what was it called? Air. Um, my airport. brain just want to say airport. Yeah, the yeah. airport stuff again. Um, it was kind of genius when they stuck a hard drive in one. Uh, but these days, first of all, aftermarket routers is not a big market. Like outside right. of outside right. of biz- the business community, like your modem has got an integrated router, and that's what most people use. Well, you're pay- you're you're renting it. That's you're renting it, but that's yeah. still what I'm saying is yeah. just that most people have that. Like, right. And that's they're fine with it, and they don't care. They don't know what the password is, and it's <laughs> it's written on the bottom on a sticker. Um, and then for aftermarket routers, there's so many such good ones, and things like right. with like just like a USB port if you want to plug in a drive. A lot of them support Time Machine. I think notably Linksys doesn't, unless you jump through some hoops. But a lot of them, you just plug in a hard drive, you go to Time Machine, you say use that drive as long as it's formatted properly. You can time machine back up to it yeah. and stuff. Like, I just don't think yeah. that's even time machines. Just one of those things that's not as important as it used to be. Now that so much of our useful data is it's stored on right. the cloud, the important right. stuff. You know, like yeah. you don't need a whole machine backup like you used to, because all your irreplaceable stuff and your documents and stuff right. live on the cloud anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's a market that they they were right to get out of because there's just not a lot of yeah. room for innovation. The one exception I would make is it might be kind of neat to have a router that's really focused on privacy and security. Mm. Like IoT security is a real issue. You've got a lot of smart stuff in your house connected to the network and those get hacked. But if you can cut the attack off at the network level, at the router level, 
uh, your Wi-Fi router level, then then you can stop a lot. And there's there's some products out there that do really claim to do these things, but they don't they want subscriptions and the updates are a pain and nobody does them and stuff. It, just a plug plug it in and forget it. Apple product that was really focused on privacy and security might be good. But there's just it's it's a hard sell getting anyone to buy a router to begin with. Yeah, they don't sell a lot of them. There's not you know other companies are doing good jobs at it. So yeah, I, I totally get it. Back when Air Power um, came out, so Air Power. First of all, that first one was was was. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm like Air Power <laughs> came out. What? what I missed? <laughs> <laughs> now I forgot the name of it. What was it called? Airport. 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 Air product. Back when the first one came out, that 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 spaceship looking. Right. Um, yes. Uh, that, I mean, it was just awesome. And Apple was kind of ahead of the curve here because they, they took that really complicated networking stuff and made it super simple. You plug it in uh, a couple of clicks on your Mac and, and you, you were off and running. And now, as you say, there's so many companies that, that do that, you know, really quick setup, you know, like 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 Netgear's Orbi, even Google has one. I, I'm not sure what Apple could bring to the table as well, but I also kind of long for them to to do it. I don't know. Right. I'm kind of in, in, in between it because the, the 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 ones that they had were so great until they stopped caring about them, and then they languished for a while, and then they just got rid of them. I mean, that that first time machine uh, router was. They awesome. needed to do it back then because remember, like the MacBook Air and stuff famously had no Ethernet port. People really complained that it was like wi- wireless only. And right. a lot of people had, you may ha- have had a cable modem or something like that, but Denver had integrated Wi-Fi, so you had to go buy a Wi-Fi router because a lot of people mm-hmm. just had like your desktop computer plugged into your cable modem. So they had to give a, a simple solution to, we're building computers that don't even have Ethernet. Uh, I think it came out alongside the iBook, which was one of the first like you know consumer-level laptops that had wireless internet at all. Right. And yeah, it, it was a it was a complete solution that they offered for that, you know, which is what at the time was a problem for most yeah. people. If they had kept developing that concept mm-hmm. and gotten into mesh networking, you know, eight years. I ago, still wonder if it just would have been taken away from them by the fact that like every internet provider just their modem builds in. Yeah, a... I mean, there, there's that. There's that. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's always a tough sell, but um, I do have a soft spot in my heart for the original. So, Mike, do you have a product that you wish Apple would? come out with yeah mine's mine's a little a little weird so i'm a i'm a sneaker collector mm. and if you're into that world um like the biggest the biggest news is when like a, a pair of jordans or a pair of nikes or a pair of something comes out as like a as like a retro model right and right. man there are so many awesome designs that apple made 10 years ago 15 years ago that if they came out like say the imac if they came out with an imac g4 like a retro with an M1 process, the exact same design, oh, but with new stuff inside it. I, I mean, see. that would sell in a... Oh, so like the same shape, but stuff. just put like an LCD screen yeah. in there and all that. Huh. Or like or like an, an, an iPod with like a, a, a terabyte <laughs> storage or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, newer parts inside it, but but the old, the old retro design. And it would be way too much work. Yeah. And it right. would be way too little little return on it. And But... Man, I would buy all they that should stuff at least, and Third-party companies have done this, but they've made cases that look like the old Mac yeah. and stuff like that for your iPhone. Um, and Apple should at least make a set of official cases that look like that for their sure. silicone cases. Embrace, embrace like your, your past awesome designs. Yeah. 
and you know the the new iMac is 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 fine you know we we've already documented our issues with it but you know i see what apple's doing there like it's a little retro it's a little new but i'm talking about like just straight up dive into yeah the whole stuff. look like you're buying a bondi blue iMac right except it's <laughs> exactly modern right. and runs modern it's got a, it's got a 4.4 4.5k retina display instead of the crt you know like like that that's what i'm looking for yeah and like I said, if never, no, uh, that would never. I'm sure no one's even suggested it, and Tim Cook would probably fire them if they do. That seems I, like the kind of thing where, like, the market for that might be smaller than the Mac Pro. Yeah. Like, totally. like there's, there's it would people be who like would really super love that. Apple diehards. Yeah, but it could yeah, be super yeah. niche because I don't know who really wants I'm, like a deep CRT-shaped computer <laughs> on their desk, right, other right. than it's just so cool. Like. Or that, you know, like the old studio displays I love. Like there's so many designs that were just like, you know, way ahead of their time and just super cool. I liked the lamp, the, and, the G3 or whatever yeah, that looked like. The, 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 the G4 iMac was just lamp. awesome. That's the greatest computer ever made in the world. <laughs> it had it so just, many other problems, but the stupid little dome with the little articulating screen thing was great. <laughs> it was so <laughs> like any position you wanted it in it, you know it up down left right is fantastic yeah. yeah more of that please yeah and then what was it 2003 i mean jesus it's just it's, it's crazy that they were coming out with that back then screens were a lot smaller yeah 15 17 yeah. but you know someone in the mac in the uh mac lab over at apple park probably did that Probably oh, for their for their own purposes, right, no doubt. Right. They, they they found an old iMac G4 <laughs> shell and popped an M2 into it, and they're just killing it. Right. <laughs> so Mike and I went fanboy route. Yeah, I'm gonna be practical. <laughs> Bring us back to reality, Jason. Bring us back to reality. So we've talked before about how we want Apple TV to go lower. We want a, like a stick that doesn't run a bunch of. Uh, that only runs streaming apps and doesn't run all the games and all this other stuff and it's like a stick and it's way less expensive but i the the fantasy project that i want them to make is the other direction like i want them to make a sound bar like a good high quality sound bar basically like stereo home pods um i i've never heard a sound bar that sounds good without a subwoofer but if it was kind of beefy enough i think I, mm-hmm. home pods have pretty good bass i think they could do it um, but that that integrates Apple TV and HomePod into one yeah. product. Now, they'd have to do a lot of things right that they don't necessarily even touch right now, like HDMI input, because you're you know you have other devices and they have to come in cleanly and not have the Apple. It's got to be ARC or, or or eARC at this point. Right, it has to support eARC from your TV, but like all your devices going in to it have to not be superseded by the apple tv interface and say you know they got to make some things mm-hmm. but they could still do this and uh, at first i thought you know it, it should have something like like the HomePod mini's processor in it that's just low end mm-hmm. and just the streaming apps but i think uh, uh if they're going to make an apple tv in there it's going to need to run all the apple tv apps and and have that more robust interface and all that stuff. So they have to have the A12 like this. But they could do this. It could cost four or five hundred dollars. You might want to double that. It, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they could go as high as they want. I'm not talking about like super high end sound. I, I'm I'm talking about somewhere between stereo HomePod Minis and stereo big HomePods. You know, not like so, Sonos makes speakers. a Sonos makes their their uh, Arc. It's a, I mean, essentially a, a higher end soundbar. It's, I think it's eight fifty or eight hundred or eight fifty. Yeah. Um, Roku makes some some lower ends. I mean, they 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 run the gamut. Yes. As far as prices go, but um, yeah, that I would. I think be, my soundbar was five cool. or six hundred dollars. 
Yeah. I mean, that's about the, the, the you know, like the upper mid-range. You can go obviously high as like 7000 right. So tack on, on the price of an Apple TV to that. And and that's yeah. kind of uh, Apple TV 4K to that. But integrate that. Um, I think that would have a lot of use and utility. Uh, I think yeah. a lot of people kind of don't use... Wa- don't want a HomePod that's high end because that's not how they listen to music. They don't want a separate device. That's why HomePod mm-hmm. Minis and all the low end voice assistant things work is because they don't want the voice assistant for music. They want it for other stuff. And they, if they really want to listen to music, they want to listen to it on something good. So this makes HomePods focus on music a lot better. But also, it takes a step out of your complicated TV chain of yeah stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean Apple. A step to that direction is if you pair two HomePods as a stereo pair. So what's that? That's six hundred bucks. You, you figured that that sound is pretty full and pretty deep, and that you know in a in, in a sound bar, that's about what you will be looking yeah, for. Yeah, something something as, in know, between that. Not quite sound. that many, not like thirty yeah. speakers in this stupid thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but not quite <laughs> as far down as HomePod Minis in a stereo pair. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. what I would I, I would expect. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, that that'd be cool. A home HomePod soundbar. I mean, I could definitely see that being sold. I mean, you know, how long have we been waiting for Apple to come out with like a like a real deal solution? You know, we had the rumors of the TV. We have the rumors of the uh, of of a, of a TV set. We got Apple TV instead. So it would be interesting to see you know, what, what a product like this would look like. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 742. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening. You can subscribe to the podcast via the podcast app or on Spotify or whatever app you use for podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. Or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time. 